Ola Focalinos. I'm just going to get on here real quick just to let you know that this is a classic episode. This came out uh, originally dropped August 22nd of last year. This is with DJ Bonds and DJ Breeze from the directors and producers of Where We're From, Rise of LA Underground Hip Hop, The Elements Documentary. And also, this episode drops on the November 28th, with, which wraps up Native American Heritage Month. So I just want to acknowledge that we respectfully acknowledge we currently live on ancestral lands of the Kawiya peoples. So yeah, let's get into this. Enjoy. I figured we're in the holiday times. Things are starting to, you know, slow down and we're driving, we're flying, we're doing whatever, or we're just having some, some quality, you know, solo time and people might need something to watch. So listen to this episode. And then go to all your streaming platforms and watch the doc. And you'll see something that's super important to my hip-hop history. Let's get into it. Hola! Welcome to episode 41, A Word to Your Mama. I'm Ritzy P. Today we have two special guests. We have DJ Bond and DJ Breeze. They're here to talk about their new documentary that releases tomorrow, August 24th on all platforms. Entitled, Where We're From, Rise of LA Underground Hip Hop, The Elements Documentary. Some of you may or may not know that I've been working in the music industry for a long ass time. Mostly, the majority of it was concert marketing. But before that, I was an intern at the world-famous fa- Wake Up Show, and I was also doing underground hip-hop publicity and promotions. So I just graduated Long Beach State, moved up, was living on my own for the first time in L.A. Shout out K-Town. And I was just finding my footing in the L.A. underground hip-hop scene. So, you know, I started going to all these different types of events. The biggest, the biggest one at the time was Big B, R.I.P., uh, Unity events. And those that ended. And then I started going to the homies, Bonds, Breeze, Celos, the Elements events. And it was a weekly club where you could go as a B-boy, B-girl, get in the circle, uh, battle, you could, as an MC, you can go up and every week there'll be an MC battle. You win money. For, I maybe first started, didn't start doing that, but it was like all nothing but on some real hip hop shit. And it was a place for someone like me, someone that really didn't know anyone at the time that was just meeting people and getting into the scene to feel pretty safe to go to a hip hop spot as, as, a, as a woman, solo, solo or just with one other person. Um, and in, in this episode, we talk about their journey directing and producing this documentary, how the pandemic impacted their film's release. They've been working on this for a long time, folks, since 2015. So, you know, you hear about the trials and tribulations of that, about how, you know, they want L.A., the underground L.A. hip hop scene to be known during that time for more than just gangster, gangster rap. Um they talk about dealing with getting the trying to get clearances for those songs. We all know how that must have been crazy. Also about how DJ Revolution scored the entire film. 
They talk about what they learned looking back, what they want people to get from this film. And also they just, you know, just talking about disrespect for hip hop promoters all around because they weren't doing it for the money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I think this is really a story of how creatives, how they turned and evolved into storytellers. So yeah, let's get into it. I'll cut out the beginning part. But I just want to start off by saying or asking, how are you guys doing? How have you guys been? Doing great. Doing great. This past, you know, since the pandemic hit, how have you guys been? Mm, I mean, I'm good. Um, I, uh, you know, we're good. I mean, I'm good, you know, um, staying busy. Definitely, you know, as it, it's impacted everybody. So we had a lot of things on the agenda uh, for the film, but obviously it was interrupted. Mm-hmm. So um, I, you know, I have a, a varied opinion on it, you know, because I, I was actually working with COVID patients five days a week. So as a nine to five thing. So, you know, yeah, I I tend to, you know, (laughs) have for my own uh, opinion about that. So, but I'm sure. Yeah. um, But I don't know. I've, I've always been a homebody. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I've always been a homebody. So I was kind of like, well, I'm, I'm at home anyway, you know, so like, so, you know, but, but I mean, this is the film itself has kept us busy you know, for yeah. years. So, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, this, this thing was a, a four or five year journey for us. So, uh, it, and we're talking, you know, I would, I would talk to bonds and I would see bonds more than I saw my lady. So, you know, we were, we were busy with this. We were busy. <laughs> so, so the voice you're hearing is, is breeze is a uh, DJ breeze. And then over here we have uh DJ bonds. And so how did you fare? this past since since i guess march 2020 yeah there was there are moments where i could be definitely frustrated like i had this plan and i had that plan we were going to go to europe and you know like Mm. we had all kinds of things you know quote unquote set up but i you know i kind of choose to look at the positives of it you know um you know there was this new twitch world (laughs) that got discovered for djs right so I could, you know, make a couple hundred dollars in a night and not leave my bedroom nice. and not drink and drive. And the yeah. bar tender is right next to me because it's me and I'm pouring. And, you know, like so there were some to me, some positives, you know, to do it, um, you know, the way I get down. Um, so, you know, I I said to say we definitely spent more time with kids. Right. You know, we definitely spend more time with our loved ones and being a single. Um, uh, or only child, excuse me, being an only child, you know, I'm responsible for my parents straight up with them. So from grocery shopping to whatever, to managing like basically two households, you know what I'm saying? Make sure everyone's taken care of. So um, there's obviously responsibilities there, but it's also a beautiful thing about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Knowing that and owning it, you know? So. Yeah, for sure. All right, fellas. So let, let's talk about one of the main reasons why you're here and we'll talk about your guys' lives and everything like that. But let's talk about the film. Okay. This airs 
the day before, because it goes off the, the it streams the 24th, correct? Yes, yes. August out this 24th. Tuesday, yep. Tuesday, mm-hmm. August 24th, yep. August 24th. So mm-hmm. I've always known it at the, as the Elements documentary, but mm-hmm. let, why don't you tell the folks the full-blown name of this documentary? Huh. Well, the <laughs> film is called Where We're From, uh, Rise of LA Underground. And, <clears throat> excuse me, when... um. It was it was Bonds who came with the idea. Who is it's usually him who really is like, no, we're gonna do it. You know, it takes it from the idea to the to the manifestation. But um, originally, we were like, okay, we're we're gonna talk about elements, you know, when what we did because we're seeing footage of our shows in other documentaries, mm. and there's no mention of anything. There's no mention of the city, nothing. Where is the place? So. You know, obviously I'm paraphrasing here. This the story is a little longer, but it's a as we're making the film, you know, we started, we're like, this is bigger than us. Yeah. And so we're like, we have to mention unity. Yeah. We yeah. have to we have to mention water the bush, uh, you know, brown rice and barbecue, uh, places that we used to go to, places that influenced us. And we wanted people to walk away knowing the names Unity or Bigger B or Rob One or DJ Dusk. Um yeah. You know, rest in peace to those three gentlemen. But um, it's a period piece of, you know, as well as I do, is because hip hop was already established, hip hop was going on. And we, we, we've already covered that. You know, let's talk about this particular era where the West Coast, LA Underground was really coming into its own. Yeah. You know, firsthand as well as I do. And not just that, but uh, we were straying away from that image of just gangster rap. And, uh, and then you also had this independent label scene, you know, a lot of the early stuff was on major labels. A lot of the stuff out here was ABB, Stone's Throw, Good Vibe, you know, so it was a very important time in hip hop, not just for LA, but I think for independent artists as well. And we were the stage for them. You know, we became a weekly club and then the, the bigger stage for them eventually. So, and we were like, this story needs to be told because you're still seeing the influence of that in the rest of the world. So till this day, like you said, yeah, exactly. Your, you know, footage from your guys's events are seen and, and people have seen it without even knowing it, without any recognition. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I want everyone to go see this film support, learn if you're, especially if you were around those times, let me just tell you, it was like, I hit on my homeboy, Dave. I don't know if I remember Dave. I used to hang around with him all the time. I do remember Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm watching this shit. I go, we're probably at every fucking one of those shows, like in the crowd, stage left was oh our shit, you know? And I was like, it, yeah. it seems like yesterday, but at the same time, a lifetime ago. So yeah. especially if you're from LA and you were in those scenes, it's, it's like a time capsule. It takes you back. It reminds you of... <laughs> like going to something recent, like the locks dip set shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and, and it was like that every week <laughs> and, and like fat Joe. Yeah. Right. And like fat Joe yeah. talking about it, like he wanted to be there because it was yeah. history. He wanted to be up in there and watching yeah. your shit. I was like, I was there. I was there. I was yeah. there. Cause it's a different yeah. feeling, right? Like I was so excited that I got to witness the locks dip set shit the history making mm. shit online, but I'm sure, you know, to be there was 
next level crazy, especially because of fucking pandemic. But you know what I mean? But, you know, to experience and witness that history. And there's a lot that you guys, you know, provide the whole scene, the history. I feel that people are going to be blown away by the fact they're maybe not knowing the impact of L.A hip-hop during that time the impact mm-hmm. of you guys i learned i mean i've known you guys for forever and i also didn't know you know without giving anything away because i want everyone to watch the doc but like right. behind the scenes shit in the shit the trials right. and tribulations yeah. of what you guys were going you know because i was just like new up in the yeah. scene and i was just like going yeah. to this events like yeah. and i didn't know mm-hmm. i was like damn of course of course that shit would happen. Like, of course, course. you know, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's being older, you know, a lifetime, you know, older and, and knowing what goes into shit now, you know, and just take, and just really, thank you. I just want to say a couple of things. First and foremost, felicidades for even getting something made. Right. Cause not everyone, people have ideas and not everyone, like you said, manifest to the next level. Yeah. Second of all, to finally have it come out because I know there's been, you know, false starts or because of different situations. And I wanted to, to kind of, if, if you wanted to share a little bit of what took, what took so long to, to come out um, because people need to understand it's hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> making but, a documentary. Yeah. I think so, Bob's going to answer this pretty good. Yeah, I'm down to share. I, I don't think we really share this with any other interviews. So like we could we could go there, you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> whatever you're comfortable with, like we, you we don't probably have make to, a yeah. doc on making a doc at this point. But, right? Um, yeah. You know, uh, Indeed. Indeed. yeah, yeah. So we hit the ground running really hard in 2015, and we went like two years strong of interviewing a lot of people, and it got to the point of taking a breath and stopping and saying okay, well, what really is the story? And we had like a lot of different like little clips that stayed to this day in, in the actual doc. But mm. as we kept sharing these clips that were kind of like well put together, like these little puzzles, at some point people were like, you know, when I say people, I'm talking like mentors, like other directors, like mm. Dr. Rachel Ramos or like uh, Tad Nathmora or David mm. Massey. And, you know, there was different folks who kind of held our hands at times and just said, yo, time to tell your story like it, it, it's nice showing Tyler Crowley's first performance ever and getting his reaction and all that but at some point you got to bring people into what happened with you guys specifically mm-hmm. why what happened and so you know it gets personal at times right and so you know we we practice literally putting cameras on us at the crib <laughs> and just you know saying the story out loud you know and, and some stuff you know we hadn't talked in so long me and Bree's like we hadn't we hadn't aired it out put it like Got that it. we we pieced you know what I'm saying but there yeah. was you know I'm not there at his interview he's not there at my interview yeah. I was like, oh okay oh you felt that way you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was peace you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's my brother I loved him you know what I'm saying so yeah um so some of it was just making the doc mm-hmm. flat out and then you get into the thing of like oh yeah we can't really clear that sample huh Oh yeah, he doesn't even own his damn masters. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, like, and so you go down I'm this rabbit there. hole of trying to make really a musical documentary, right? You know, and have it be dope, you know. Yeah. And so, Stretching Bobito came out with a documentary called Radio Change Lives, right? Mm-hmm. Around 2015, 2016, roughly. 
we went to the premiere, talked to Bobito outside, and he was like, "Use my lawyer." You know, because I was like, how the fuck you get all this music cleared? And what <laughs> right? do you do? And, da, 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 da. and he was like, hit my lawyer up. And so long story short, uh, she wasn't able to do it for us because she was retiring. But her oh. protege came on board and, and really helped us guide us through all the le- oh, little legal stuff that we had to do to make it happen. So nope. some of it's legal, some of it's just creative process. Um, and then the last part is the pandemic, because we would have literally been probably touring from i think april was april in 2020 is when we we're supposed to go to george washington university mm-hmm. and do like you know our first kind of talk to people in class and then we had like a bunch of dates set up after that go mm-hmm. to new york jump on a plane and go to europe like that like we had some set plans and you know obviously it's like the rest of the world yeah you know <laughs> things put on pause you know so so, so that, that leads me to the next thing I wanted to talk about. I saw you guys just did a post and I'm, I'm going to have for everything we talk about here, I'm going to have links in the show notes as always, but I'm definitely going to have a link to, um, what would you call it? The elements theme by DJ revolution and planet Asia. And so talk about how you guys decided probably because of the clearance issue too, like, let's get why why DJ Revolution? DJ Revolution, if you guys are any type of hip-hop fan, you guys should definitely know who DJ Revolution is. And how did that come about? Well, even when we were doing Elements, Wake Up Show was always, like, whenever you want. Whenever you, I would go up there, and I would hand the flyer to Sway, and he would look at me like, he's like, I'm, you, I'm putting you on. He's like, get in the chair and you talk. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not announcing your stuff. So... It was always like love like that. And, and Rev, Rev used to play at our shows. So um, like when Bonds was saying, when we started learning about copyrights and those <laughs> type of uh, things and what's fair use and what's not, um, it, was, it was kind of a, a no-brainer to ask Rev to score the film. And he already has experience with that. So um, he's... a a producer, you know, outside of hip hop. So, um, and, and he knocked it out of the park. I mean, he, he ended up just, 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 you know, that's what I like. It's at first I was a little disappointed that we don't get to use this certain song, but then when I watched it with his music, I was like, wow, I was like, it has a feel all its it own fits. now. It fits. Yeah. And, um, so when, when Bonds brought up the theme song, you know, like I said in the post, uh, we, we, we talked about a few people, you know, who, and then we were like, duh, we were like, it has to be Rev and it has to be Asia because Asia, he was already established at when Elements, but he used to come up there all the time just simply because he enjoyed it. It wasn't like he was trying to get, he just really liked going there. And you'll see in the film, like uh, he lights up when he talks about it. He does. So after a while, Bonds and I we were like, duh, like it's a no brainer. Like it has to be Asian Rev, you know? Yeah, and they, they kill and they killed it. And then that beat is no, it's not a sample. That's Rev. You know, that's, I know that's, that's, that's you know that's amazing. That's I listened the, to it today. Like just yeah, I listened no. to the full blown shit with Planet Asia. And then mm-hmm. as I was prepping for different shit today, just the mm-hmm. instrumental. So all this is available. You can get it like with Planet Asia, Spotify, but also the iTunes, in- yep. the yeah. instrumental is just like ah, like quality um yes. how is how is dj revolution doing he's doing he's doing okay you said he produces and stuff outside 
Yeah, yeah. Bonds, you want to? <laughs> no, he keeps it busy. You know, he yeah. keeps it, he keeps it busy and, and moving. And you know, um, I'm 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 thankful that he made sixty three beats for, for us. Damn. You know, you when know, yeah. you get down to it, and it's like he's like, "Yo, it's yours. Whatever you want to do with it." I'm like, "Well, amazing. Let's, let's talk about putting on some music then." You know what I mean? Because he's like, yeah. you know, we, we so we had several conversations about like. You know, it's like Bonds, you know, some of this shit's dope, man. Like, like put an MC on it type shit, you know? Yeah. And, and so we we figured out what the business and the map would be. And we just, you know, we I've been knowing him for decades. You know, my birthday's March 25th, his birthday's March 26th. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times we brought parties to birthday parties together, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So um that's my Aries, right? You guys are Aries. Yeah, Aries some Aries shit. So we very Aries <laughs> with it. So I get him and he gets me and you know, short conversation, just you know, we get to the point, and, you know, that kind of thing, that Aries shit. But um <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, like um definitely saved us, you know, as far as like the quality of work that he did and all that. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's it's mm-hmm. kind of exciting. Like putting that song out today, like I can't even tell you how. <laughs> Like, like it was a real moment, you know, we, we got into this thing really on some music, like making music, right. You know, uh, Breeze is the producer on the DJ and we come up to an MC with like a product, you know what I'm saying? And we had like Mm -hmm. several artists back in like 97, 98 or whatever, you know, before going into Elements. So Elements became the stage for us to have our own folks, like our own folks, you know what I'm saying, perform, right. And somehow we became like, you know, fucking promoters, promoters, you know, but really we were just trying to get our own fucking MC some shine. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of crazy. It goes full circle 20 years later to actually finally put out some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, so, you know, and I said earlier about, you know, uh, maybe it's described in a, in a different way, but do you guys feel that, you guys started in 2015, you guys worked and, you know, maybe you, there's different points since then that you wanted to release it, but for whatever reason, you know, different reasons, different elements, if you will, wouldn't allow that. Uh, Do we, do we both feel, do you guys both feel that it's, it all is supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And this is it now. I mean, yeah, I think so. It, it always does. I mean, even, even everything, the way that happened back then, you know, all the turmoil and all the craziness and whatever, it, it wouldn't, we, we wouldn't be making a film about it 20 years later, you know, if it didn't yeah. go that way, it, it just, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? Um, so even when this COVID thing hit, um, we, we pretty, we pretty much took it in stride too. We were just kind of like, we know what we have here. We know what we have is gold and it's just a matter of time. So, and, 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 the, and then, you know, maybe, maybe if it would have came out sooner, we, we wouldn't have had ref score the film, you know, yeah, maybe true. it would have been a different, so there's things like that, that I think about. Um, so yeah, everything happens in its, in its own time. You know, I remember when we started, I told Bonds, I think I told him it's going to take about four years. I was like, and, fuck and, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Like, Yo, and he was like, no, one shit. to two years, and I was like, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. brother, that's not gonna be. And so I'm not, I'm not entirely. Uh, and plus, we've never, I've never directed before. He's never directed before. I, you know, I already told him 
Like, bro, from here on out, it's just icing on the cake. Yeah. Like, I, I already feel like a million dollars right now just because of being able to accomplish it and finish it. And I was like, and now, you know, Shout Studios picks it up and I'm like, the world gets to see it. I'm like, that's yeah. just... That's I was huge, like, we. Were, I already, I already felt successful when we finished the film. I was like, I don't, I, I almost didn't care if it came out. I did, but I, I was like, yeah. bro, I was like, bro, we, we finished a film. Like, I never thought I would do that, and to yeah. do it with one of your good friends, it's, 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 it's a bonus. But then people started, people saw the private screening, and they were like, oh, this is really good. And then you know, good enough to obviously put out. Thank you, shout out studios, everybody, you know, and. But you know what? When shout here we are. Uh, when shout said, "Hey, your release date is going to be August twenty fourth," and I said, "Eight twenty four, Kobe Day." Yeah, and that's when it all came. Signs, like, symbols, and clues. Yo, yeah. we're so LA. We put out an LA hip hop doc on Kobe Day. You can't even come on. Come on, come on. It's meant to be. There's the answer. There's a fucking answer no, right there. No, it was meant to be. Is actually with Rachel, because Bonds had found a box of VHS tapes with with elements footage right mm-hmm. and he's so he's his wheels are already turning then but i know in my head i'm like that's not enough for a film and then rachel he gets the hold of rachel and rachel sends him a picture of a box of just row three or four rows of tapes and they're all our shows Damn. and that's when i was like that's the universe talking right there. That's I was, like, this, now, I was like, now it's going to happen. Now we have a film. Now we have a film. So yeah, but she, she big up to Rachel. <laughs> and he's talking about Dr. Rachel Ramis, who I yes. had over here already, yes. I think episode five or six. And when we yeah, talk about that, that rap that. life, we're talking about, it includes these, these fine fellows yeah. here, but they yeah. were not the ones who caused this grief. grief she was, you know she was, uh, she was walking around with a camera before it was trendy. Yep. You know, one of the only females up in the mix. Yep. 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 She's a yeah, Mm -hmm. rap life for sure. Um, (laughs) And and I also wanted to say um, you mentioned it earlier, but I I really want I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised that you that you mentioned and it's in the film how you you get you don't only just talk about you yourselves and elements and your guys a story. You give props of like how you got to that point. By giving, by honoring those that paved the way, you right. you know you do a, a really good, like longer than probably most people would even do. I feel, and I, I I appreciate that, and I feel that those that were in the scene and that also went to you know the bigger B, the unities, and all that stuff yeah. like that are gonna. Mm-hmm. I feel like it sets the tone to be like these guys love what they do, love what they did, love the city, love the scene. Mm-hmm. They want to really document it in a good way. So props to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, shout out to Mechadon Silos. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mechadon Silos. My Salvadorian brother. <laughs> because like, like I said, like I'm going to the events. I know you guys, yeah. but I don't know the intricacies of what, the company and who's part of it. So I was like, oh shit. See we, we we didn't call him. Yeah, no, we did not call him the Megadon for nothing. <laughs> we we used to call him the Godfather. <laughs> I, I used to tell him like, I don't know why I answer the phone. It, every call is for you. And 
CeeLo's gave me my start, actually. I, I got to give him that. And I've said this before on record, so I'll say it again. He gave me my start. Because mm-hmm. he's the one who hired me at Fat Beats. And I was literally, Elements I hadn't started yet. I wasn't mm. DJing. I was just barely making beats. And he hired me at Fat Beats and he had no reason to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had no reason. But maybe he saw something or, you know, whatever. Not only does he hire me, he hires me as his assistant buyer. Nice. So I go from just being a fan to now I'm calling distributors, dealing with the artists directly. And my life changed right after that. Yeah. I, everything changed after that's when I started getting the free records, the free shoes, the free hoodies. <laughs> and then that's when, you know, I, I, not too long after that is when Bonds and I started Elements. Then I got, you know, on KPFK. And and so it was actually Lowe's who got my foot Mega in the door. Because I wasn't doing anything before. I was just a fan. I was just buying <laughs> records and living that life. And he was like, you want to work here? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Mechadonsi. Yeah. So so let's get back. I know I know you guys for I've known you guys forever. And I was trying to remember how we how we met. And Ooh, I can't I remember. remember. Like, is it the wake up show? Was it the fat beats? Like, I don't know. I honestly I don't remember. No, I don't remember. It could have been wake you guys up show. Off- yeah, because I was an intern there, so I, I would see you guys show. all the time. I don't know. It might have been Wake Up Show for me, but because I, I remember you were also, weren't you at Hits Magazine? Yes, I was. Yeah, good memory. Yeah, I was see? at Hits Magazine. Yeah, Hits like Magazine an... and interning at the Wake Up Show at the same time. Yeah, and then I'll just I... see you guys. Was it like at Frank, so- Frank Sosa and Chris Vargas's place with Mal Al Thine? Jackson? Remember that shit? Malathion? Yeah, Malathion. Yeah. Oh my God. That just quickly, I mean, because we could talk forever about that, man. I just that killed me when Al passed. It did. It oh, did. I uh I hadn't felt like that since dusk. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Like I, I just talked to you. I know. Same. I just talked to him in Same. December for he he hit me up for my birthday. Same. And um I was like, are yeah. you yeah. I, I, actually, it was it was Bonds who texted me. I think the news. This episode of Word to Your Mama is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. So I think we've all been to birthday parties at McDonald's. If you think about it, am I right? Uh, especially us Gen Xers. Back in the days, for my experience, you know, we didn't have much. But on the rare occasion, someone in our community or someone from my school would have a birthday party. They would have it at McDonald's and it would be hella special because we got the little happy meal with the gift. But it wasn't our birthday, but we still got a little gift. And all the crew members that worked at McDonald's, it was people that we saw in the neighborhood or even people that we knew. Um, So I think McDonald's crew members might throw more birthday parties than any other employees in the world. And I think that's pretty special when you can see people from your community be a part of it. So, yeah, I'm loving it. COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast, test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19 then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. 
COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Many of us have heard of the devastating passing of Hurricane Fiona through Puerto Rico, but not many of us know of ways, or better yet, trustworthy ways to help and contribute to those in need. Fiona a Través de los Ojos de los Niños is an NFT project featuring art made by children of the nonprofit school Flor de Loto in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Through their drawings, they've expressed their feelings and fears which they went through the hurricane. You can help these children, their school, families, and communities by minting one of their NFTs at helppr.xyz. You can also help by sending crypto directly to their wallet listed on the website or do a donation through PayPal. The links can be found in the description. And to learn more about this initiative and how you can help, please visit helppr.xyz or via Twitter at helpprflm. Ayuda a tus hijos y estudiantes a llegar más lejos. Aprenda más sobre la beca nacional hacer de McDonald's. Desde 1985, McDonald's ha otorgado más de 33 millones de dólares en becas. Gánate una beca de hasta 100 mil dólares. McDonald's está dando 500 mil dólares en becas este año. Puedes ganar una de 30 becas. Hoy día, es importante seguir adelante y hacer más. A ayudar a estudiantes hispanos a hacer más que las generaciones anteriores. Hacer más de lo que se creen capaz. Hacer más de lo que pensaban que era posible. Por sí mismos, por su gente, por su cultura, por un mejor futuro. Para más información sobre la beca nacional Hacer de McDonald's, visita mcdonalds.com diagonal hacer. Aprende más. Festivals. Football. Flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Chances are you aren't sharing an epic dinner with your friends right now, but you could be. Just book a seat at a private dining event with your Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Then get to it. A multi-course menu, insane flavors, a wine pairing. Ooh, is that crispy duck? Experience more unforgettable dinners with private dining events from Sapphire Reserve. Chase, make more of what's yours. Learn more at chase.com slash sapphire reserve. Cards issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Subject to credit approval. Term supply. Holiday season is upon us. With being Latina and the supernatural bear being multicultural, it is that time of year to see all kinds of family. Those that are blood related and those as a supernatural bear calls it heart related. How cute is that? Whether we stay in town or travel, we'll most definitely be breaking bread with familia. Holidays can be magical like that. They can bring us all together to create those special moments and memories, usually involving food. And you don't need much. It can be at the family carnesada, the family BBQ, or that traditional family holiday meal. All that matters is that we're together. All that matters is that you're together. 
The holidays always find a way. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. And I didn't, I didn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, come on. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, I, you know, back then, everybody knew everybody. Yeah, it was just a scene. and Everybody I, knew everybody. Yeah, I think uh, going to that and then wake up show. I mean, just going to all the, it was such a, I think mm-hmm. that's the community part. Like, you know, we talk about yeah. that all the time, whether it's Rachel or um, Joseph Patel, Jasbo. It's it's a, mm-hmm. even if he, you know, he was in the Bay in that scene, but we were all connected. We were all connected. And he said it's because it's it's a community, you know, well, with, with, with Bonds, we were talking about how I've known some of these people for 25 years. And I consider them family, but I, w- I couldn't tell you where some of them live. Or yeah. what their favorite color is. Or their but real names. It, but, but it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's still like that. It's still this, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, you know, you, you figure out, you know, like it's, uh, it's easy to cheer for good people. And yes. there's a lot of good people in the community. So, you know, you weed out the, you know, the shady ones and you support each other as much as you can. Like, you know, firsthand, like, you know, everybody has a life outside of this. Bonds was just touching on it. We all have families and it's a sacrifice for everybody. Yeah. It's a sacrifice for everybody. That's for sure. But I was lucky I, enough to to meet people like you, you know, people like you guys in the scene that, yeah. like you said, like, I haven't seen, like, really talked to you guys in a long time, but yeah, I feel like I just saw you guys or something. I don't know. I feel like, you know how, like, they say there's that... Uh, that connection and that bond. I feel like we've gone through something. We've all gone through something oh, it's, together. It's energy. It's energy. It's the yeah. energy. It's, just, it's like, when, as soon as you meet somebody, you just know if you like them or you don't. So, you know, yeah. And I like you guys I, met, for sure. We, we met with, yeah. Bonds and I, we met in like high school and it was just like, Oh, what's up? You know? And, and that was it. You know? it's like, oh yeah. Let's go to unity. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. You know, it wasn't, you know, but then come to find out later, like, oh, you know, oh, he's the only child, too. And I'm the only child. And then it was like, oh, OK, you can I, you can kind of see why we bonded. You know what I'm saying? Totally. He, he used to come over my house and scratch over my beats. And, you know, I, I never had anybody do that. So I was like, I thought that was just the coolest freaking thing to <laughs> see somebody cutting over my shit. And I was just like, oh, man, that's you. You can stay here all day, dude, and do that. You know, and, you know, and you know how. Latina moms are. It's like, you know, you, you feed, you feed your, oh, yeah. you know, you, yeah, you feed yeah. them and, and they stay, you know, keep them fed, keep them fed. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's a, you know, tight knit community. That's for sure. Yeah. And also the, the, I think everyone from that scene, it's like you, like any place they went to was part of the fabric of their like life, right. The hip hop life and also fat beats. And I was, as I was thinking of watching this, and seeing that one, that one interview, what was it for um, MTV? And you're in Fat Beats. Yeah. Oh, with Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Bonds, and it's who else? Rhett, and then. And Amy. Amy, right? So, um, I'm so Amy and I interviewed at the same time for that job. Oh damn! <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. and I couldn't remember. 
What did I interview with CeeLo's? I don't think it was CeeLo. I don't know who, I don't remember who I interviewed with. I didn't like, I was new to the scene. So I didn't know that many people. Mm -hmm. I just knew, I don't even know how I knew there was a position open. Mm -hmm. And then they told me I didn't get it. And then I was like, oh, it's okay. I was like, all right. (laughs) And then she got it, but you know, I love her. And I just started following her again on, we never got close to anything like that, but I would always see her because there weren't that many females that were consistent and were like in the scene. Right, right, right. So, not too many people. I don't know if too many people know. I don't think too many people know this, but there's a skit on the on an, on an Eminem album where it's a crank call to a, a girl that was done at Fat Beats, and <laughs> Imi is that girl. No and way. And it, it's literally a crank call. It wasn't planned. He literally crank <laughs> oh, it's a called. Real, like she was really. It's a real. <laughs> yeah, and they recorded it, and I'm like. It, it was it's hilarious it's, so i'm like well i, I was like you're in hip-hop history somehow you know that's, that's nice real. to tell that's real. <laughs> so she's literally on the eminem album you know and and uh i mean they never asked for permission but they also she also can't really prove it's her but we know it's her <laughs> it's it's pretty hilarious so that's crazy um so what have you you guys not only you guys cr- made this happen but you guys are directors and producers what are some things that you guys have learned being directors and producers that uh, you could take away from this experience? Oh, you want to chime in first, Bonds? Or- uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> kind of hard to put into work. I mean, I, uh, for a time period, I actually went to school for editing, you know, oh. so I could chop up the uh, clips for my own self. A lot of times I would, I would, you know, see a clip, give the editor an idea it would come back and it wasn't quite right and it would take another week or two you know so you know just that process i wanted to speed it up so i uh, went to school for a couple months for editing and started doing the shit myself and then i was like all right this is what i want i can make it better basically you know what i mean and that kind of was a little bit changing for our, our our doc because it sped things up a little bit faster i was able to share something with breeze real quick he was able to give you know his his two cents again redo it give it back to him and then give it to the the professional you know yeah. what i mean to, to make it so just our process and filmmaking um you know mm-hmm. you, you learn some things and i think for me on a personal level I, I love djing i love love djing but something about interviewing and getting these stories i fell in love with a new passion mm. of you know to be honest with you i want to keep putting out stories you know I want to, um, you know, there, there, there are so many stories out there that talk about, you know, gangster rap and Dre and Puffy and Death Row and Tupac versus Biggie and shit has been said over and over and over and fucking over again. And at some point, you're like, I, I know the fucking story. I yeah. get it. There's some other stories out there, you know, that, that, that we can talk about, you know. And so I want to kind of shine a light on those stories, you know, because I think they deserve. Yard. I think wow. Yeah. I think what we learned too was, you know, to piggyback on that, there's gonna be probably some future stuff because we didn't get to put everything in the film that we wanted to. Mm. Um, and that we, we learned that as first time directors, you have to compromise a lot on, you know, and maybe that's why there's a director's cut after, you know, because <laughs> right. We're <laughs> there was just so much that we didn't get to put in there because it just didn't fit in the overall context of the film and what we were trying to convey. And, you know, 
and you have to know what's best for the film. It's not about you. It's yeah. not about your ego and all that. And I, I love how throughout the whole process, like when we watch Bobito's and Stretch's uh, documentary, which is, it's a really good documentary. Yeah. But, you know, Bonds and I kind of agree. We're like, we don't want to look like that. Mm. We're like, we don't want to, the graph credits. We're like, we don't need to sell hip hop. I was like, I want this to be a film. And uh, throughout the whole process, we never lost sight of that. And so we had to think as directors, like what's best for the film. It's not about what we want to put out, what is best for the film yeah. and, 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 and the overall idea and what we're trying to convey. So we learned that on the job too. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I think know, we did a pretty good job. of. We also um, like, we maybe had a certain outline and then we found other mm-hmm. stories that we didn't even know we were going to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, as Rhett's talking yeah. about, you know, being, you know, a DJ, Asian American DJ, Filipino DJ and hip hop. And, you know, and then Orlando was saying his piece about Babu and Rhett. And it's just naturally like, yo, this is a cool little piece because yeah, the real talk, my first, my first DJ was Filipino. So like, it's, it, we weren't planning that, you know, yeah. it just kind of came about because of the way the interviews mm-hmm. went, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's segments like that. That's like, I get to shine a light on something that maybe, I don't know what hip hop doc has been out there that maybe shine a light on Filipinos like that or Filipinos or, or kind of like black folks looking a certain way towards Filipinos. And then all they, we got to respect now because skill set, skill is skill regardless. Yeah. Once you show your skill, we go, fuck what color you are. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And we all know mm-hmm. that in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. just to, actually say it like say the shit out loud yes. and acknowledge it you know what i'm saying yes so, you know those are cool moments you know yeah because uh you know i had um uh the ghetto geppetto Roland miles and he he was in uh, the you know the the art designer toy space but he's coming from it from a, like someone that loves and his life is hip-hop and he said i wanted to do where with the same kind of vibe as hip hop, which is that it's inclusive. Right. <laughs> as long as you got the skills wow. and you're doing like, it's inclusive, awesome. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. the, the essence of what it was back yeah. then, you know, it, yeah. it, that's what it, it was, you know, you, it's, you got the skills you, you can, you appreciate you're, you're one of the, you can do one of the <clears> five, <throat> six elements or whatever school you're in of mm-hmm. how many elements there are. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's inclusive. And like you were saying, mm-hmm. a bond, it was like you look at them one way, but then oh shit, bad skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Come on in, yeah. yeah. And now yeah. look, you know, the some of the the best. When I tell the supernatural bear, like your uncles are some of the best motherfuckers in the whole wide world. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, are. if you ever yeah. want to learn, you're gonna yeah. learn from the motherfucking best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was. I'll give you a quick story. I was at Unity. This is pre-everything okay this is yeah. you know i'm not i'm not even close to working at fabies and i'm there at the unity where key cool and Redmatic perform for the first time mm. and i'm and it's 98 percent black and brown in the audience all right uh-huh. and they come out and it just goes quiet <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you this is this is the god's honest truth you can ask uh, hold on <laughs> Jeez, I'm getting a call. Anyway, back. <laughs> My better half calling. I'll call you right back, babe. <laughs> anyway, so I'm there and 
the place goes silent. Like what? And you, you know, what are they doing up there? That's what everybody's (laughs) thinking. But I kid you not, make a long story short, by the end of their show, they had the place rocking, rocking. Nice. Nah, of course. And rocking. And I was just like, wow. I think Bonds can touch on it. Like I, the same thing happened with Pigeon John at Elements. Everybody was going yeah. like, mm-hmm. what? And then by the end of the set, I mean, their people's hands were in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You know, and it goes back to what he's saying. Skill is skill. Skill is skill. It's like Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah, when it comes to hip-hop, skill is skill. That's what what it's about. Yeah, like it's like, "Mm, I don't know, but if you can prove yourself in that type of environment with that crowd that's skeptical Mm -hmm. from jump, then Mm -hmm. you won. Yeah, and not just you won. It's almost like you won for life. Yeah, because you you won more than just that. Now you won respect. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a different thing. Everything so, now is heart emojis and like this and like that. And, you know, some, I don't like you. Like some of you, I, I, <laughs> request. I don't keep, you know, the little friend request that pops up or whatever. Like, man, I, I don't like you in the street. Why am I going to try to, you know what I mean? Like, so you got to keep it 100 sometimes. Yeah, and of so course. it can all be hearts and likes and shit like that. You know, <laughs> some of y'all are whack. So. Um, one part I definitely want to talk about is, um, I was rolling when the photo of you, Breeze, and Raka from oh, no. <laughs> Elementary came up. I was oh, dying. <laughs> yeah, that's gold right there. That, that is gold. Oh, gold. Yeah, that's I, amazing. I didn't, I didn't know if I could touch on that, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's I, gold. I, I, when I finished the film, because like, he saw it before, Raka saw it before, I ran out. I was like, your, your picture of you and Breeze. <laughs> I was crying in tears. He's like, that oh, is... word? And I, I was like, yeah. That's from your little, my uh, his, yearbook. His little, that is uh, from my yearbook. Yep. Hilarious. I met, well, I mean, I've known him since elementary, since, <laughs> and we went to junior high together as well. But I was closer to his brother, to uh, Bud. Buddy. Mm-hmm. Buddy, yeah. Buddy and I, because Buddy and I Get are the same age. And so Rock is just a little older, mm-hmm. but I still, you, we, I would still go to their house. And, you know, they were just a beautiful family. <laughs> beautiful family. But this was funny is that after junior high, there's a long gap where I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. And then and then I hear of dilated peoples and I'm like, oh, they're performing. uh, So and so I'm going to go check them out. And I show up there and guess and uh, is Abe Abraham. Mm. Abraham is there and he sees me because Abe went to school with us also. Yeah. Who, you know, shot J. Stay paid, who shot everybody in hip hop. So. Uh, shout out to Abe who shot the the, the photos we shot had, our, so. our pictures, you know. Far yeah, and, and also he good. shot the photos to the Supernatural Bears. Um, yeah, his oh, doll yeah. for it when he turned one years old and his Korean doll. So he Abe hooked is it up. A phenomenal photographer. Yes. Yeah, and he went to school with us too. So I see Abe, and he's like, "You're here to see Raka," and I'm like. No, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm here to see and dilated. He, and, and he's like, he's like, I'm here to see dilated. And he's like, that's Rocka on stage. And I was, I started laughing. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, are you excited? I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't know that you know, Buddy was doing the thing with exhibit and all that. I didn't yeah. know any of that stuff. I was like, are you? I was like, what? When did you guys like become cool? Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. So Rocka sees me after the show and. 
I mean, he squeezed me till like I almost popped. Like he was, he couldn't believe I was there, you know. So and since then, you know, small world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Every yeah. time I bring you up, Bubba, yeah. like that's, just that's all just love, right nothing but love. You know, <laughs> even Bonds can attest to this as well. Like when they got signed to the Capital thing, and we did the in store for them at midnight. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We were all like, we made it, you know, that's how we I were. Bet. We were so happy for them, you know, cause it felt like our fam has made it. Yeah. You know, so we were so geeked to, to see them do their thing, you know, and still doing it, you know. <laughs> and, and do you like, no, knowing that you guys promoted for Fat Beats and Fat Beats is originally based out of New York and you guys talking to other promoters and stuff, was this were other scenes that nice? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like that community feel where, you know, dilated J five, you know, visionaries, the beat junkies. It didn't matter how it seemed like from the outside looking in and kind of being in a little bit. It seemed like it didn't matter how big they got. They all just always showed love and never got too Hollywood or too big. Was that do you do you feel that that was the case here or no <laughs> breeze making faces breeze making faces uh, <laughs> and, and i don't know i wonder if that was the same at in other cities like new york and like i think like it was i mean i you know i've been blessed enough to meet some some people from the east coast like large pro and maceo and uh you know elder sensei and and to me i think it's the same over there you know it seems really tight-knit over there too it seems mm-hmm. like everybody's family you know over there too as far as i can tell you know maybe yeah. i'm i know bonds bonds I, you want to touch on that yeah, i got i got probably a different take on it Just on, the <laughs> side, on the business side of things so um my cousin ended up marrying uh anthony marshall from lyricist lounge mm-hmm. so you know uh and a dj in his wedding everything right so mm-hmm. you know we have these legacy conversations sometimes because mm-hmm. you know like there's sounds that's the thing that's 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 a legacy right yep. so, um you know for elements you know before the doc comes out like you know what is your legacy so we have these talks you know about artists and working oh, like, uh... rappers and yeah let me let me let me make sure i say the right things here <laughs> politically correct but you know there's um you know how can i say this in the right way um, I love this. The, 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 there's definitely, you know, the community thing is definitely here. No, in LA, that thing is here, right? Yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. at some point, you know, as as your folks that uh, become successful and they get signed and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, at some point, you know, what I'm saying, you know, sometimes they think they can charge a certain amount of money, and still the math is math at the at the door. You know, and, you know, unfortunately, in hip hop, there's not a lot of black and brown owners. It's yeah. a bunch of white boys that want to charge you know, all kinds of crazy rates for hip hop insurance and all kinds of stupid yeah. shit at that time. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> you're trying to manage the whole thing of a venue and, and, and the business side on that to make sure you can actually be OK, take care of your artists who's now in their mind really, really big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not big enough for the, 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 the amount of money they're trying to charge. And then you got people trying to hop the fence to get in your shit or give, you know, weed to the security and you know, to sneak <laughs> in. So, you know, like, 
you know, I, I, we, on the promoter side of things, you know, there's a side of me that's proud of the dot come out just so other promoters are like, yeah, I feel you, motherfucker. I feel I'm you. Sure, like, yeah. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there is a promoter in each city that went through some bullshit to make Similar. hip-hop happen in their city. And for that, brothers, you guys are loved. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you, you did something for the community. You know what I'm saying? So, Respect. You know, yeah. Just Because you just weren't something. making money. <laughs> nah, not in underground hip-hop. Not at all. Not, not at not all. Really, not really. It no. was very rare that we were on the positive side. There are a lot of times we broke even. Yeah, there's a lot of break, a lot of break even. A lot of break even nights. But walk away and that's with money. Success, like, right? Break even is. night. Well, I mean, we learned that. We learned that. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that. Yeah. And from other promoters to tell don't get in it to make money if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you because you, know. you really it seemed like you guys did it for the love. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. I think another part of watching this documentary was just seeing the reality of how many we've lost mm. that are in the dock. Yeah. So many that we've lost. And I was just like, fuck, you know. Um, but it's great that there's footage of them that mm-hmm. they're included and mm-hmm. um, that you guys, you know, do a honor them. Yeah. At yeah, the end and to. within and at the end. And I thought that was, that was a, a really nice touch. Cause I was like watching it, taking some notes. And then I was just like, man, like that was, yeah. it was kind of crazy to, to, to see so many. We, I mean, we touched on people who weren't there and then we even <laughs> lost some during. And exactly. That's what also, is yeah, you know, particularly tough. like Dave New York, you know, yeah. um, Biz. I was yeah, Biz. I was telling Bonds the other day that Dave is really in my thoughts lately. He just really is, and uh, his message popped up on my feed the other day. I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. But um, like with like with Dusk, for his example, like the, the DVD that Malcello put out. Shout out to B Plus and, and Coleman. And Coleman, for sure. um, like. That's a very still sought after DVD outside of LA. And I'm like, nobody knows anything about him beyond that. And we didn't get to touch on it either, but as much as we wanted to, because you can do a whole episode on Dusk if you really wanted to. Yeah, but there's subtle things that Bonds and I did like that I love. Like we put Dusk in a lot of scenes. Yes, I noticed that. I made it I was like on, a lot of our a lot of dusk in there. Yeah, we did that on purpose because we were like, that's that's our brother in the movie now. He's you documenting hip hop right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. you can see him on stage with his camera. Yeah. Yeah, it. definitely. He's mm-hmm. in the back right there with his camera. Yep. And then to to lose, you know, Dave and then Biz too. That was just like, oh man. But and, and um Fife, because Fife was gonna interview for oh, yes, thank you. and yeah, passed Fife. away without getting Fife. an opportunity to yeah. you know kind of say his side of the story of you know working with elements and stuff. So and to, still, to, to his I'm side sorry, of the story of that of what I won't give it away, but some some right. uh, some real hip hop shit that went down. You know what? I, I I really wanted to have that moment um, with him because we we toured for months together. We became really good, you know, we're friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a really good dude, really good, really dude. good dude. You know, but um, mm-hmm. like. A lot of MCs wouldn't go up there and battle if if you had a name name because you could, any given moment you get embarrassed you know so they mm. might go to the back patio and do a cipher or whatever but going up on stage and actually battling 
lot of big time MCs were scared of that because you had the hungrier dudes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With skill sets that didn't give a moment would take you the fuck out. So, mm-hmm. but he was brave enough, you know what I'm saying? To <laughs> make, make things happen, you know? So, and you have to watch the doc to see what happens. Yeah, to get the whole show. Yep. Yep. Which will be out August 24th. August yep. 24th. Um, mm. Okay, so let's get into these not so rapid fire questions, AKA the That's slow as hell questions. We're, we're yours for the night. So um, we'll go, I'll just call on each of you. You guys will both answer these questions. Um, let's right. start with uh, Bonds. Three words to describe yourself. Caught me off guard with that shit. <laughs> Three words to gri- describe myself. Uh, <laughs> man. Oh, you're stuck too. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's know, not hip hop. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's not hip hop. Let me get my Barack Damn. Obama, Will Smith. Uh, let, me, let me change uh, that. Yeah, um, I, you know, I would, I would say uh, family, music, leadership. I mean, that's um, right. You know, there it is. Breeze. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, strength, loyalty, and uh, determination. Boom. Bonds, yeah. what's the best piece of advice you received? Um, n- no matter if it's a king, they still got to put on their pants one leg at a time. My grandpa was Holly Slassy's right-hand man for oh, years shit. and uh, managed several different mayors. He was a mayor of several different cities and worked side-by-side with Slassy for a long time. So although in my mind I had Slassy, our families were pretty tight. But, um, you know, I, I had this, you know, images and put, put them in a certain place. And he's still in that place in my mind. You know, he's yeah. high up there, obviously. But something about the way he said that, that I could talk, whether you're a president or CEO, or whatever, you're just a man, just like me. You put on your pants one leg at a time, just like I do in the morning. So, you know, kind of humanizing it. Yeah. The best piece of advice I got. It still sticks to be with me to this day. Any, um, you know, you said earlier you wanted to continue to do stories and stuff like that. Any plans to do that story? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So right now, uh, <laughs> I, I want to give too much away, but you can say yes. We keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. Definitely. And, and shout out to Uncle Dejanay out there in Ethiopia getting footage. Um, so yeah, that would be amazing. As soon as you said, I was like, I bet you that motherfucker's doing something. That would be dope. You have to. And if you weren't, you had to. Like you had to. Um, yeah. <laughs> Breeze, what's your best piece of advice? That you received? Uh, I had a pretty bad debilitating back injury about five years ago. Oh, shit. And uh, I, I don't really, you know, do the westernized medicine thing. But I yeah. did go to a doctor. And out of all people, a doctor told me just day by day. And that's what I live by. Just day by. I don't worry about tomorrow. I don't dwell in yesterday. I just worry about what I can control today. And since doing that, I'm a little more relaxed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, 
just take everything day by day. He's not trying to play club owners and kick out of elements. <laughs> exactly. Ever since then. It was, oh, yeah. I need to apologize to a lot of people. <laughs> as, as uh, you know, uh, DJs, producers, um, mm. hip hop aficionados, mm. this might get interesting. Uh, Bonds and Breeze, what are the songs, we'll go with Bonds first, the song that you 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 listen to to get you hyped when you need to get hyped? Or uh, motiv- some motivational shit. Usually MOP, Annie Up, something about that and, you know, them cussing at me at like eight o'clock in the morning while I'm drinking coffee or something. <laughs> you know, something about that will get me am. Um, there's other songs too, but right off the top of my head, that MOP, Annie Up is... is yeah, that, I mean, because if it's eight o'clock in the morning and you're hearing someone yell at you like kidnap that fool, like, OK, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> song, yeah. What's yours? Uh, something about Welcome to the Terror Dome. Mm. to this day i hear it, i'm i gotta hit the weights or something like <laughs> you know or i don't i hope i'm not on the road when i hear that song because yeah it's it's yeah that one still goes and just hearing that you know bomb squad production just it still gives me goosebumps so yeah Nice. I mean, um, of course, there's tons of other ones too, but still. Yeah, like it, it, there's other ones for different types of motivation that you might need, right? Yeah. Uh, but like yeah. the first, I like the first ones that, you know, are off the, the top of the dome. And uh, in the next month, I'm going to, I've been collecting all of the ones that everyone says, and I made a playlist of everyone's oh, hype go. songs. And it's a, it's a nice, go. interesting range, you know? Yeah. Anti up comes up a grip of times. Ghostface yeah. comes up a grip of times. But then we have some other ones, and I was like, oh, I love mm-hmm. listening to that. Last question of the not so rapid fire questions, aka slow as hell questions. Bonds, what will be your legacy? Family mm. man. Those are good questions. Uh, <laughs> educator, um, and uh, someone who documented uh music history and had us had a part in music history please believe it please Mm. believe it breezy uh i heard people you know when they say i'm a good person i'm like that's all i want to hear before i go (laughs) i was was a good person to you but um the i i've i've thought about that actually I, i feel real good knowing what we've contributed and what we're going to contribute, because I know there's still more that we're going to do. So yeah, I more know stories that, to tell. Yeah, I know that, you know, like, I mean, there's so much pride there between me and him and the rest of the Elements family. So knowing that we've contributed to not just L.A. hip hop, but hip hop culture in general like that, you know, I'm, I'm already I'm already happy. So. <laughs> and it's pretty dope yeah. that you guys. You know, you could be, you know, 20 years from now, you could tell people the story, but you could also be like, oh, and by the way, here's the footage. <laughs> like, gonna, here's, here's the, the evidence. Here's, the movie. Yeah. yeah, here's the receipts. Yeah. Um, before we bone out, mm-hmm. what do you want people to get from the film? What is the what is the overall reason why you wanted to to get it out and people to watch it? That that gangster rap is not all we're about. 
that's not all we're about. It's always the first thing that comes to mind with LA hip hop. And like, that's not what all we're about. We have some incredible talent out here besides that. And I'm not putting down gangster rap. I love that shit. We grew up with it. You know, you know, as well as I do, we're, everybody's pretty much gang affiliated out of here some way or another, you know? Yeah. You know, whether it's through your family or a friend, whatever. So, you know, we love that stuff too, but I'm like, that's not all we're known for. So I want people to walk away, you know, knowing the names of, of these artists and knowing the names of Bigger B and knowing the names of Rob One and Dusk. And that's what I want them to walk away. You know, knowing that this is part of it also. It's not just this, you know. Yeah. I think for me, it's an inspiration that, you know, that hopefully a younger generation gets somehow inspired, you know. So the generation that obviously um, wasn't around that still loves hip hop. Like you, mm-hmm. you see that B-Boy Summit where you see little kids break dancing, right? You see it sometimes on DJ videos and the, the kids like maybe 11 years old and just killing it. Yeah. And what I hope is that everyone could be in the same room again. All the elements of hip hop can actually practice hip hop together. Uh, nowadays, it feels very, you know, you got your DJ competition over here and your, you know, your spoken word acapella battle rap over here. And you got, you know, so everyone's yeah. in different rooms and, the one thing I do cherish about that time was we were all in the same room loving and practicing hip hop. Yeah. Like the dancers stayed at the end of the night to hear the MC battle, right? Yeah. And the MCs mm-hmm. came around and they were watching people battle in a circle. There was mm-hmm. a mutual love and respect between the, the, the elements of hip hop, you know? Yeah. And so I hope there's a little bit of inspiration to younger cats who love hip hop to actually throw their own shows, do their own shit. Cause I don't think hip hop's dead. We're still alive. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still here. So, you know, yeah. you know, so hopefully it inspires for us to create the culture. For sure. And just to see people that look like themselves, mm-hmm. black and brown, you know, people mm-hmm. doing shit way back in the days that they weren't like, even uh, aware of that happened. Yeah. yeah achieving shit, yeah. making shit yeah, happen. Yeah. Seeing you, you guys have some great interviews of people that were already established at that time. And that we look back and we're like, shit, those are like, you know, veterans in the game that give you guys, they do interviews and give you guys respect. And, and we're, well, that, we're that able was... to come to the city and be like, yeah, you couldn't come to LA and not do an element show. You, yeah. you know, it was part of yeah. the, 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 yeah. the, the, the stops. If you're going to go to LA, boom, you got to, at that time, you got to go this way. You got to, you know, you got to make your stops and do all that stuff. So I feel that was like. Also why we, that was also why we emphasized people got to know who Bigger B was. Yeah. Because of the impact that he had. Right he was really bridging East coast and West coast together. And he was really the first to do it. And I'm like, nobody talks about this brother. Yeah. So, and he's not even here anymore. And uh, so we had to, we had to tell it, you know, well, the not just us. Bringing his son to the, uh, the, the yeah. pre-screen or the screening that we had. And that was, that was just a whole moment, you know, um, seeing him and making sure he was there, you know, that kind of thing. So shout That's out. beautiful. Jason. Yeah. Wow, man. Well, fellas, I just want to say it was great to see your faces. Um, Likewise. It's great to thank you for allowing me to see the film. I can't wait mm. for everyone to see it. Um, please support. Um, tell your folks, tell your friends. Uh, I'm also interested to see what someone that's not from the scene, but from that's like maybe our age bracket, mm-hmm. that and what they think of it. You know, yeah. right. So far, it's been good feedback. 
That's yeah, so far it's just like yeah. a story, you know, just yeah. and down. Yeah. You don't have to be from LA to enjoy yeah. the story. It's it's just a dope hip hop story. Yeah. Yeah. It's a period well, piece. It's definitely a period piece, a time capsule, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. A moment in time, special moment in time. Senores, thank you so much for oh, thank for you, thank you so much, thank you, Felicidades. I'm so I'm so happy for you guys, and I'm so exact, excited for everybody to see your your work. You know, it's been a long time coming, and also thanks for everything. You know, for the good times you provided for you know this girl that just course, moved up from Long Beach after school after college <laughs> and was solo in in them in them hip hop streets, and yeah. it was a it was a you know a safe. A, you know, pretty much safe place to to go and experience everything. Yeah. So yeah, we, so gracias. We, uh, yeah, no, of course we we kind of took a, a little pride in that too. We were like, we wanted you know, we wanted women to come here and and not feel like they were going to get you know, they could walk to their car, you know, and yeah, and, and, or walk or to the bar and not get exactly. slid on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. So are, you know, of course, you always have that element, but elements itself wasn't that <laughs> exactly. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. For real. Thanks, August twenty fourth. Make sure August twenty fourth. Streaming um, on all sure. platforms. All platforms. Yes. Yeah. Apple TV. Uh, uh, you know, Amazon, Google Play, Voodoo. Like you know, Dog. wherever you wherever you rent films or yeah. you know on demand, that's where it'll be at. iTunes, whatever. Um, you know, at Apple TV, I would say is my first choice because it's links in the bio. You go right there, <laughs> Apple TV. So if you go yep. to Elements Doc, Elements DOC on Instagram. If you're on Spotify, make sure you stream Elements. That's what the song is called, Elements. Yep. Elements Produced by, by Revolution, Planet Asia, or you can get on iTunes, you know, whatever. It's all up there. Yep. Dope. Gracias, guys. Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium-sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit panoplybpo.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y B-P-O dot com to schedule your no obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. PanoplyBPO.com. There is a better way. And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. What's up, everyone? It's me, SNB16, and today for some very special people whose names I forgot. Which? What are they? What are they? <laughs> DJ Bonds and DJ Breeze. Ah, DJ Bonds and DJ Breeze. Mad apologies, guys. Uh, yeah, they actually went to um, I believe it was elementary school with. My dad, who is coming up soon because it's almost one year. And um, this very nice lady's brother-in-law. Or um, as we like to call him in the fam, Brother Bud. (laughs) 
Anyway, um, don't want to get too off topic. They're really cool peeps. Check them out. And uh, yeah, this has been SMP 16. Show There you have it, folks. Episode 41, Word to Your Mama, DJ Bronze, DJ Breeze. Where we're from, A Rise of L.A. Underground Hip Hop, The Elements Documentary. You got little BTS here today. Make sure you rent, you stream it on all platforms. Tell your peeps, tell your friends. It's rare that we have those times documented in such a way. So again, gracias to them. Gracias to everyone involved. And RIP to all those that we have lost. Uh, thanks again for supporting and for listening. The Supernatural Bear, he was mentioning his Papa Bear and how his Papa Bear is going to be on here soon. He's been super hyped. Next month's going to be the one year anniversary of when I launched during the pandemic. And um, his Papa Bear agreed to be a guest. So that should be <laughs> interesting to say the least. Um, if you have any questions, any beefs, any, you know, things to say, hit us up at Ola at wordtoyourmama.com. We are on all socials at W-T-Y-M-A-M-A. That's W-T-Y-Mama. And also, don't forget to leave a review. That's how peeps get a hold of us. That's how peeps find out about us. So don't forget, tell your folks, tell your friends, and always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritsy P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, you want to email us, you want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitsyBarrowWinkle.com.